Before we get started with this episode, I'd like to thank Justin Chauncey and Cam from 11 to Midnight for joining us. We had a lot of fun with them on. It was very hectic. It lacked structure, like a lot of the things that we do. But, you know, you know that if you're here, that's what you're here for. And uh, here's a little bit of uh, what to expect. <laughs> that microphone just sticks out of the hole and then some guy goes, scream, bitch. <laughs> But yeah, so after after we found him in the stall, like he didn't really need to audition, you know. We we knew we knew he was a a team player. So <laughs> I'll be the first to deep fake Johnny. Like, dude, I'm built like a garbage bag on a scooter. So like, um, I <laughs> I can sense White Claw at a hundred yards, easy. <laughs> we hired the spin doctors just for you, Mister President. He's in the car, so we had to lube our drummer up. With I don't know what we had Crisco or something, and so I, I I just asked the judge who is sex, and why does my family keep offending them? <laughs> Johnny, I love your laugh, bro. Like your laugh, your laugh makes me laugh. So I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't yeah, even same. need to be same. like. Johnny starts laughing, and I'm like, just, I gotta laugh now. It's just, you know. I guarantee you, I have hours of his laugh, like, recorded. Because we, so, we have a YouTube channel together, we have, we have a podcast together, and, like, we just constantly laugh. So, I guarantee you, I I could pull yeah, you up, just, like, hours of Johnny laughing. You just need to do loop, just loops of him laughing, like every every like. Yeah, subscribe to our Patreon, and you can play this audio file of five hours of Johnny's laugh. There's a seven hour Johnny's laugh supercut. Yeah, are you a fan of Chanel West Coast? Well, you're in luck because we have the next best thing. <laughs> you can you can make like a you know how the YouTube videos of the rain like the relaxing rain sounds. You know, it's just like Johnny's <laughs> You go to sleep to just Johnny's laugh. Just Johnny's laugh, yeah. Like, like whatever oh, mood you're in. Yeah, there's a laugh for every voice. Like every tone of voice. It's like I really I want like something angry and you put on and it's just like am angry laughing. Johnny, can we get an angry laugh? What does that sound like for you? <laughs> You just I make don't like even know. that sounds make, like little, little different emojis and stuff like when he's laughing to make him angry. It's just like <laughs> it's the laughing emoji with an even bigger mouth like every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. I feel so, like the plan right now is to keep me laughing for like for real. I'm, like, yeah, I'm sweating. And- yeah. I have held <laughs> off like introducing the, the show just to see how long I can keep you laughing. <laughs> And that's the episode. This is yeah. This it's just called yeah. It's the questionable guide endurance challenge. Like, how should, long we should, can we keep him laughing? Just end it now, and it'd be perfect. You know, <laughs> it's over. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having us on. We're really glad uh, Johnny could laugh for an hour and a half. That's, that's great. He's still, in fact, he's still in the chat laughing. It's been six days. It's been We're six worried. Days. Uh, by now you can tell this is the questionable guide to life Uh, i'd like to thank our one patreon subscriber the clinton foundation um 
<laughs> Season two's off to a great start already. Uh, I so uh, we're we're joined by the band Eleven to Midnight, night which uh, Johnny is a part of, and uh, we're just gonna shoot the shit. Yeah, and so I have I have a story for you guys. So at work they started introducing these safety trainings, and uh, to start with, we work in a warehouse, so like none of the videos pertain to us because it's and like almost none of it is warehouse safety. Um, and you get a random one, like we basically they were having us all do our first one, and they were just rotating people in and out of this office with a computer. And uh, everybody was getting a different one uh, for their first one. And I go in there and I'm like, man, I, I wonder what, but it's going to be lifting boxes or something. And like, I, I click play and it was like, today you're going to learn how to respond in an active shooter situation. And I was like, oh my, okay. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> and dude, this whole video looked like it was recorded in like Gmod. Um, like just, really really bad like 3d models and uh th- dude the advice sounded like they were just like throwing shit at a wall until something stuck because like they were like if you don't have a weapon <laughs> and there are multiple of you try swarming the shooter and it it showed all of these like figures like crouch down like <laughs> like creeping around the fucking shooter like the like little goblins <laughs> Then it was like throw as many objects as you possibly can, such as pencils, binders, <laughs> like well, chair. I, you're in a and, warehouse, right? Yeah, so. and I was I was like, man, we don't have any of these things in here. <laughs> and like every one of these was like an office situation. And so I learned nothing. I sat so there what for you do is you circle yeah. around the shooter and you just start going, one of us, one of us. One of us. Until he gets so uncomfortable, he leaves. (laughs) One of the things it it suggested was, like, if you're higher up than the shooter, to, like, try to pounce if you're left with no other object, like, uh, with no other option. And I was like, like, what is this? Do they, this like a video game or something? Like, what do they, they really expect you to do that? Like, Assassin's Assassin's Creed or something? Like, it's this easy. Here you go. That's and, the uh, worst video they can play. Like what? That yeah, mean. and and when it showed like the lady like like doing the her little fucking leap, I was like, oh, she's going sicko mode, <laughs> dude. Dude, your work did the exact opposite of what they're supposed to do. And they were like, they were like, instead of saying "Don't be a hero," they're like, "Be a fucking hero." Right? Yeah, they're like engaged <laughs> with everything you have. Yeah, like throw boxes at him and throw crayons at him and just run at him. Like, yeah, I'm, beat I'm the screwed. dog shit out of him. <laughs> Show that pussy what's up. <laughs> Fuck with the wrong warehouse. Yeah, right. It turns into the episode yeah. of The Office where like they're playing basketball. <laughs> On this episode of Fuck Around and Find Out Training. <laughs> Learn, Learn how to D up on an active shooter. <laughs> you go off the basketball, start showing him your moves. He's like, "Man, I can't possibly do that." <laughs> yeah, lay up, man! Oh shit! Thank you for attending the Dennis Rodman School of Defense. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> run up, like shoot the basketball into a hoop, like exit, like active shooter in the building, and that's like a, you're really telling people, like, 
<laughs> like, like, like celebration, uh, half warning the room. Like uh, intro music comes out and shit. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. like all the lights turn on. <laughs> That's the power of the home. <laughs> Sandstorm by Darude starts playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so why? So why did you all have to go in individually? And watch the like because it's a warehouse and there's one room with a fucking computer they can play this shit on. Holy shit, man! Yeah, yeah. They so would have been better off having like a person come in and talk to y'all for a half hour, right? Well, you would think so, but that's how a normal business operates. This place, it's like a a constant cartoon where I work. It's like. At all times, there's just the most nonsensical <laughs> shit happening. And you wouldn't like when you would go in there, you would not think that like this place makes as much money as it does with the outlandish shit that goes on in it. Cause like there's like, uh, where do I even start? Uh, once they, they found a fucking, uh, <laughs> a spoon in a needle, um, just in a locker and they were like, Oh, 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 cool, cool. Okay. That's, that's people cool. Just going for it. In the warehouse. Yeah, where's where's Billy at today? Oh, uh, well, you know. Uh, oh, I'm I'm sure he's he's off uh, tweaking somewhere. What was that? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> yeah, dude, like it's. You could go in there and like open up a box, and you might find like a raccoon sipping lean. Like it's. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know Arkansas was so like ghetto and badass, bro. I'm like, I'm oh like, yeah, you know. dude. <laughs> yeah, you don't stop on MLK Boulevard, <laughs> like in Little Rock. You, you don't do it. We have uh, we have businesses that get robbed so much that like an entire street. If you went into any business on it, they would all have like bars across their windows and doors and shit like that. Like it's. <laughs> It's bad, honestly. Um, there's actually a uh, a crackhead we actively avoid at lunch every day. Um, <laughs> does, we, does he have a Does he have a name? Did you name him? Oh no, he it doesn't have a name. He's <laughs> he's a bit. Uh, he's like the super saiyan of crackheads, in my opinion. Um, like we, so we go to this gas station because they like they make food and everything. They got like the hot box food every day for lunch, and there's this guy that. He stands out on one side of it. And so we go in on, on the other side now. Um, but he wears like this army jacket, no shirt and a tie. And he, his eyes are always so wide that it's like, they're going to like fall out at some point. Like, I, I feel like this guy actively, like he's, he's homeless because he spends so much money on tape, keeping his eyes in. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah man arkansas is crazy uh and we also have this this fun concept in the warehouse called part rain and uh it's where someone's up real high up on a, a shelf and they pierce a box and like parts start like raining out of the box and uh i was wondering like in like say in like a corn <laughs> warehouses i don't know if they store corn in a warehouse i was like like we store our parts but say they did and someone accidentally like pierces like a, a container and they got corn rain it's like corn raining out in the warehouse 
<laughs> I need corn rain to exist. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know dodge, dodge the corn. Like you got these big things of corn. Like I don't know. As long as they're not, <laughs> as long as they're not cans of corn, you know. As long as it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yo, dog. Have you have you've heard of hail, but have you heard of corn hail? <laughs> oh my god, that shit fucks your car up. <laughs> Idaho crazy. <laughs> Yo, dude, when did Idaho become Nebraska? Cause it's raining corn. <laughs> so I, I'm actually curious. Um, time to actually get to the uh, the asking you guys things part of the uh, the podcast, but like. How did uh, Johnny joining the band like come to be? Uh, yeah, well, our, our one singer uh, Natty, he just had some like he he's going to he was going to like med school and he's doing all his like classwork and uh you know how oh, you yeah. have to do like the I don't I don't know what it's called man yeah. I don't Doctor Screamo. Gotcha. Yeah, so he he was just busy. He was just busy with all that kind of stuff. He didn't really have time to, uh, I guess, you know, commit to you know full time or whatever. Um, so then, yeah, just essentially, we were looking for somebody else. We we posted on uh, Craigslist and Reddit and everything because you know, man, people aren't as as cool with you know meeting people and you know. Like back in the day, I'd go to a music store and just be like, "Hey, like, you know, like, or you know, find it through, find somebody through friends or whatever." But yeah, so we just did the the Craigslist Reddit thing, and uh, and we just started talking that way. Now, Johnny, did you uh, were you on Craigslist um, looking for uh, encounters? I guess we can call them. And you just <laughs> yeah. <stumbled across it. laughs> yeah, I should have said that's where we we show you know we eleven to midnight secret picks on the encounter yeah. central <laughs> encounters page. I actually just responded to a glory hole posting and ended up uh, <laughs> yeah. at a band audition. So yeah, there yeah. was like a, gu- a guitar like... coming out of the hole. So you know, <laughs> you yeah, call this number for a good time. <laughs> yeah, microphone <laughs> just sticks out of the hole, and then some guy goes scream, bitch. Yes, <laughs> sing into it right now, you dirty girl. <laughs> that, was, so that was his audition, so that answers my next question. She's <laughs> like, "All right, meet us at this location." And you like, you like, fucking text him back when you get there. You're like, "Yo, this is a this is a bathroom in a park." They're like, "Go in." <laughs> oh my god! Go, go in the last stall. You go in there. There's a hole. You're like, "I don't like this." And the microphone comes out. <laughs> Play some notes and sing me a song. Right? <laughs> Light guitar melody from like the first stall. Shut <laughs> your toes. I'm gonna show you where the Ernie Ball goes. <laughs> it sets the ambiance as soon as you enter. It's like playing like like yeah, like you said, like little rips of music. You're like, oh, that's where it is. <laughs> the last stall. Oh my god! You just look at the last stall, the last stall, and it just plays that Step Brothers thing, like when he looks at the drum set. It's like, <laughs> but yeah. So after after we found him in the stall, like he didn't really need to audition. You know, we we knew we knew he was a a team player. So <laughs> <laughs> we truly knew what that mouth could do. <laughs> the vocal potential was excellent. <laughs> 
Wow, if you can do it that well, crouched that low, yeah, this guy's <laughs> got some lungs on him. <laughs> oh, shit. Just the right level of crab core. <laughs> <laughs> A whole entire set just, you know, just squatting down. <laughs> I do do that, though. I totally hard style at practice all the time, like slob squatting. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta practice for this for the big game on Saturday. <laughs> the big show on Saturday. <laughs> I'm gonna win that big show on Saturday just for you. <laughs> win battle at the bands and like a fucking clearly like a football coach in the background gives you a thumbs up. Like, thanks, coach. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Are you proud? <laughs> he's just wearing a polo shirt with Adidas track pants. Right, he's got he's got the little whistle. <laughs> good, good job, son. I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, hit the showers. He like slaps your ass. <laughs> yeah. That brings me to a funny point. So Cam had this point the other day when we were shooting photos where he's like, if you say good game after slapping somebody on the ass, it's automatically not sexual harassment. It's not clear. <laughs> if you say good game, it's good game. <laughs> it's, it's always good game, though. When is it ever bad game? Well, it's not that it's bad game. It's just like it's not weird. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I agree. Dude, I want to smack somebody on the ass like really hard and say bad game. Game. Good luck with that. Slap him on the ass and say, do better. <laughs> you confuse the shit out of them and be like, did, did I like that? Was that, was that, do, what? <laughs> they like, they come back for another one. You're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> You're like, oh, thank God. You too have daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, wow. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that was good for one of us. I just want somebody to look me in the eye one time and tell me that they're not mad. They're just disappointed. <laughs> oh, shit. I, need, I need dad advice after sex. Oh, my God. You just look up. You look up from, from it. And that guy from, from previously described with the whistle and the track pants just looks at you and goes, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you'll do better next time sport and he slaps your ass <laughs> and says hit the showers I'd be pretty disappointed I'm not going to lie I'd be pretty upset with myself you know <laughs> <laughs> this has never happened before <laughs> actually this happens every week but you know <laughs> oh Landon also mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, but um, we have the greatest shit poster on Maine in this band. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, my good man here, uh, Chance or Chauncey, as I like to call him, is the best shit poster on Maine I have ever seen in my life. Let's say I'm the best, but <laughs> the yeah, you also works. You're an entrepreneur, Chance. Come on. I mean, I mean don't, don't be so modest. <laughs> Y'all brought me the band for one reason, and I'm just fulfilling a role. Well, two reasons, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to talk about the other one in, in public. Uh, yeah, know? that's true. Yeah, the first one's why he's in the band, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> it definitely happened in a bathroom stall. Yeah. Anyone that's a game changer in that bathroom gets in the band. 
It's just him. musical inspiration. That's it. Yeah, like he. <laughs> the drummer goes into the bathroom and like you you put a tiny drum through the fucking hole and you're like play <laughs> just two, two drumsticks with the little <laughs> oh my god <laughs> two holes for him to stick the drumsticks through play. <laughs> just a fucking bongo comes through the hole <laughs> give that a smack for me real quick <laughs> One big slap. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. Hit the showers. <laughs> it could be better. <laughs> do, do better. It's too bad there can, there can never be uh, footage of how you guys uh, recruit people into the band because you can't record in a, a bathroom. <laughs> well, that's <what> <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, for our lawyer's sake, it's probably for the best. <laughs> I think, you know. It's a... <laughs> All right, boys, I've been meaning to tell you about this. We need to budget to have a lawyer on retainer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, see, the good thing now is if any scandalous footage ever comes out like about you guys, we live in an age of technology where you can be like, that's a deep fake, Your Honor. <laughs> It's not if it's when. It's gonna happen. At it's not if it's when. Yeah, exactly. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> I'll be the first to deep fake Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> he has enough audio of me. That's for damn sure. <laughs> exactly. I'll just, it's I'll not just... even hard. It's not even hard to take the audio that you have of me and turn it into something terrible. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's literally not hard because I have. When I get these files for the podcast, they're all individual files for everyone's audio. So I, I just go to the ones that are Johnny's name. <laughs> Easy peasy. I'm going to have like a new car next week. I'm going to be like, what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> uh, man, <clears throat> I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to steal Johnny's identity and like start getting you guys like gifts from Johnny that would be like too rude for him to take back from you. <laughs> and like you get a you have a message like on your your voicemail and you don't fucking play it and it's like hey buddy i got you a car <laughs> and then it's like a minute of his laugh and you're like yeah that's johnny and then you're like you can't take it back you're like ah oh, man he, he really needed that car <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I actually have a question. Um, so you guys have uh, have songs on Spotify. I believe you have three on Spotify. Yes. Um, so interesting uh, little topic here. So I know how we get things on Spotify, um, and we just have a we have a host, um, which is just its own website, and they publish all our stuff to different places. Um, how do you go about getting music on Spotify? Like, what was that an interesting little uh, avenue to take? I think uh, no. I, th- I think it's pretty simple. There's there's just uh, I think there's like a couple services you can use. Um, but DistroKid, I, I, all I all I know is man, we pay them and they pretty much do everything. I mean, maybe maybe mm-hmm. Cameron and Chance know more, but like we set a date for when we want to want to release. 
um, a song. Uh-huh. And uh, we put like, um, I, I don't know, like all the main do, like, the album art and like submit the actual audio file and put like all the artist names that as we want it and the proper spelling and pick a genre and things like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, and then it just distributes it. Like Spotify's one of the I think there's probably I think there's like ten plus different services that actually puts it on, but like Spotify yeah, is the one yeah. we mainly use. I, I couldn't that's what we do. We primarily use Spotify. I couldn't tell you uh how many networks we're on. I think it's like thirty two or thirty three now. Nice. We're on a lot of networks. <laughs> yeah, we're it's, even on it, Alexa, bro. Oh yeah, we are on Alexa. <laughs> Oh wow! Really? I guess. No way. But like when you when you do your podcast, isn't it like don't you have to tell them like you know is it explicit like what things you want to talk about? There's got to be like there categories is an explicit that like that you can click. Um, but generally, that's kind of a bad thing because um, advertisers nowadays tend to stay away from explicit things um, unless it's like a song or, you know, something like that. But as far as right. like a show um, right. on Spotify, uh, generally um, from what I have heard from people is like when their uh, episodes would go up and they would mark it explicit, the people that they were working with um, to like advertise with, they were they actually dropped them because they were like, oh no, we don't do explicit content. And so oh. uh most podcasts now that I know of don't click that explicit button for that reason. So even even if you you're like wide open as far as what your topics are and you know mm-hmm. you 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 are explicit, right? But you just don't click it? Is that I mean pretty much, yeah. I mean like for example, um one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Duncan Trussell family hour, that guy, like he jokes about everything. Like that man says, like, like you, you hear him talking about like making cum jokes and shit. And like his stuff is not marked explicit. Gotcha. And so like, I pretty much just took stuff like that as example for like what I should do essentially when (laughs) I like was setting up all that stuff. So now uh, our older episodes, you will notice on Spotify, do say explicit, though, because I did do that for a little while. Um, And then I realized that, like, that affects your click-through rate. That affects, like, what they're actually, like, pushing uh, your episodes on. Um, Like, if you're explicit, you are, like, especially on YouTube, actually. YouTube's, like, much bigger on this. Um, You will not get suggested to many people. YouTube is very stingy about that kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. YouTube is is very wild. Um, we actually we got in trouble at one point um, for not censoring uh, or like cursing um, on uh, on YouTube, not on Spotify. I, I don't censor any of this, but uh, on YouTube we weren't censoring when we were saying like fuck and stuff. And so I was like, well, okay, all right, I guess I'm going to get good at censoring. And now I'm really good at censoring. I can do that shit so fast. <laughs> and so when it's you funny because, say- like, a lot of our videos on YouTube, it's just like, bleep this, bleep that, bleep YouTube, bleep blop, bleep bloop. Generally, like when that happens, we now have, like, a, a trope, essentially, that we've developed. When there's a bunch of those, like, bleeps back to back to back to back, I will put this... Uh, We'll be right back. Screen 
up. Technical <laughs> <laughs> difficulties. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, like, please stand by. And there's just this long beep. And then it, like, it cuts, like, back to us after we've calmed down. But generally, if something crazy is happening in a game, we're all, like, we all get really excited. We're very excitable people. It's it's generally like five or six people in a lot of these. And I guarantee you all of us have ADHD. So it's <laughs> just like good content. Yeah, exactly. It's just maximum energy all the time. <laughs> um you guys you guys need to do dolphin noises. Like I remember <laughs> I remember back in the back when I was a kid, I'd watch that like SpongeBob episode where he he was cursing the whole episode, SpongeBob, and he would he do it. He's like doing the dolphin noises and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've thought about doing answers, that. Patrick. <laughs> oh, Landon, I forgot uh-huh. to tell you about this. We have a new canon for the band. Uh, we call it Cam Energy. Um, yes. because, right. So, so can't get a little, little bit about cam that you can't tell from audio is uh-huh. he's probably currently sitting down in his living room, getting absolutely stoned while wearing a tie dye shirt and a tie dye headband. Um, You're right on the getting stoned part. No headband. <laughs> and my shirt is a picture of Patrick that says is man is an instrument. so so uh that's the description of cam energy right there um (laughs) but basically anything that's just like bright vibrant and is like straight up stoner culture we're like that's got cam energy (laughs) energy. i love that it's a beautiful thing so i listened to the podcast that uh Johnny uh, and Meg were on the other day, and I I laughed because the first question, so, like, so tell me about your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I I love that question. It's my favorite question because like <clears throat> anybody listening to the podcast will just know that like it's hard to explain what we do. Like it it really is because it's hectic. It doesn't really fit into a box very well. Yeah, but people like it. I mean, it it's got traction, and that's what counts. <laughs> yeah, people yeah, we'll people don't want to listen to people don't want to listen to boring <laughs> conversation all the time, you know. Yeah, and now since I started uh, listening to more podcasts as I've been making mine, I uh, I have like the like white girl senses now. Um, I, I can sense White Claw at a hundred yards, easy. Exactly. Like when I enter a room, I know how much vodka is in it instantly. Like, and then I just <laughs> take into account all the things that I can do to like go viral on TikTok as a wild ass white girl. <laughs> It's like a it's like a schedule. It's like okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a crazy amount of vodka shots enough for someone to record me on Snapchat. Like, damn, and then like the thirsty like an emojis all over it. And then at nine o'clock, I come on to someone that has a girlfriend, and then, uh, yeah, then I streak and run away. People are like, man, that's one crazy white bitch. And that's just for <laughs> podcasts. 
if I start watching like Pretty Little Liars or like Bridesmaids, like you know how that's strong a, that's a whole new that's a whole new beast right there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Dude, like he's like three yes queens away from pure white girl. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of, that's a lot of that's a lot of Dude, tiktok views man he he owns three pink straw cowboy hats so oh shit i wake up every day and shotgun a can of dumb bitch juice <laughs> first thing i do are you are you guys are you guys sponsored oh yeah yeah Get yourself some of that pure 100% dumb bitch juice. You ever been in a room and you've just been like, hey, maybe I want to go twerk on that table right there. That's that dumb bitch juice energy. Now with pulp. And for all you cleaner dumb bitches out there, we now got organic stupid bitch juice. <laughs> did you tell uh did you tell landon about our our dr squatch attempt uh, oh no man. i did not oh, I, feel, yeah. I feel like i mean well i did i showed him the song but mm-hmm. i didn't tell him what happened with it uh, yeah so did, do you share uh, got, um i feel like chance has a better uh better descriptor for this <laughs> so, so Johnny mentioned earlier my my shit post uh, expertise, and my myself being a, a fan of Doctor Squatch and all their bathroom soap hygiene products, they're fucking good. So, <laughs> in my quest to get us sponsorship money, I reach out to them on Twitter, like, "Yo, what's up? Well, we we'd love a sponsorship," and they retweeted us and like hey like write us a song and we'll think about it probably thinking like oh they're not gonna do it to which we responded like all right bet (laughs) yeah bet bitches (laughs) (laughs) the the next probably the same day honestly i sent that screenshot to our group chat and we're like all right we're doing this like megan like she got lyrics almost immediately (laughs) and probably the next night we like sat down recorded the song Sage. Dr. Squatch. 
He's a real doctor. Tweeted it back at them, and they DM'd us like, "Hey, like, holy shit! Like, thank you! Like, we want to use the song." To which we're like, "Obviously, hell yeah!" We responded. We're like, "Yes, <laughs> please use our song." And then from there, we just got bombarded with essentially bot responses from their Twitter. So I don't know if the person who initially reached out to us just died if the actual dr squatch came in it was like nope can't do that i listened but, to that um and <laughs> my favorite thing is when johnny just comes in he's a real doctor <laughs> 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 like that killed me i was at work when i heard that <laughs> just, and, I just so 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 to set the scene for everybody um the entire song all i'm doing is using my sexy r&b voice and uh, just like naming off the sense, so like, so I'm just like in here, like coconut castaway and stuff like the, that. You, and there's you gotta have the ba- you, gotta, you gotta do the baseline in the back though, man. That was so smooth. Oh, you yeah. know? Of the back, I, I just I literally looked over at Chance. I was like, make it funky. <laughs> I made it funky. Oh, it was funky. It was great. He comes oh, yeah. in with his bass and it's like boom, boom, bang, boom, bang, boom, boom. <laughs> and, and, then, and then I just come in with the mm, he's a real doctor. <laughs> Which we all just lose it laughing. Dude, like I think we have uh, like way too much like laugh track recording from me just doing that voice over the microphone in the room with everybody there. <laughs> Well, it fucking took us so long to do it because we couldn't stop laughing to do it. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny. Johnny, was, what? we just like we like looped the bass riff, right? And I literally was just saying random stuff in that voice for like twenty minutes straight while everybody else was dying laughing. That's golden, Johnny. Wasn't that like your third practice too? It was like, oh yeah, you, you have it. Yeah, like. We weren't jamming together long, and then we were like, dude, we're definitely doing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's make a Dr. Squatch commercial. First it was actually, it's actually the first recording with 11 to Midnight that I'm on. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so have we you posted so this on social media? or? Um, it's on our Twitter. Like They, they retreated the song, so it's out there like on the, the internet universe. It's we have a SoundCloud. You can find and listen to it on our SoundCloud. We could we could Twitter them again and be like, "Look, we're we're already like representing here." So yeah. come on. <laughs> we just wanted soap, dude. <laughs> our podcast doesn't even have a Twitter. <laughs> I thought. Our, oh, oh no, Los Spookies does though. Yeah, Los Spookies does have our YouTube has a Twitter, and it's uh it's pretty unhinged. I actually love, I love getting on our Twitter and just being uh as chaotic as possible i feel like i feel like 11 to midnight's twitter and losa spooky's twitter need to go at it at some point because that's it would be hilarious please totally down for that i i welcome (laughs) any interaction that i get on here (laughs) uh, yeah like here's one of our tweets 
The next time legend should just reveal that the monsters were originally a colony of crackheads, a flock of tweaks, if you will. <laughs> it's like it's all troll shit, right? Pretty much. Yeah, we retweeted uh, this uh, content creator. Uh, he's actually the filmer for the boys, Kevin Hernandez. It's just it says pee pee poo poo, and we retweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like ours is just me shamelessly reaching out to bands and companies either A, take us on tour, or B, sponsor us. That's like 90% of it, and then just the other 10% is just me being stupid under the guise of our band. The anonymity so, is the light. We're kind of in stark contrast to that. Like We responded to uh, Star Wars had a, a tweet, um, I remember at one point, and we got like the top comment on that tweet and it was just, y'all think Boba Fett's full name is Robert Fettuccini? <laughs> <laughs> That's just all it is. No, I feel like it's more, yeah. I feel like it's actually Roberto Fettuccini. Probably. Yeah. I like to think that we operate like it's both of our ventures are just highly chaotic but uh, we operate on jester's privilege, essentially. And <laughs> that's a real thing. And it's it's like the right of a jester to like talk and mock freely without being punished. 100%. <laughs> yeah, because nothing he says matters. Yeah, and I, I take <laughs> like, that freedom and run with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My dude... One of my favorite things to say when we're playing games and something bad's about to happen, I like I have this I've seen it in several videos now. I'll say I recently discovered foreshadowing and I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, you said the funniest thing the other day in the Losa Spooky's Facebook chat though, that like had me dying in the garbage truck when I read it. <laughs> you were mm-hmm. like you said, like, Nick said, hey, can I be on the podcast or whatever? I'll just, we'll do a COVID episode while I have yeah. COVID. And I'll be on Nasally. You said, no, with all due racism. <laughs> <laughs> he is the whitest, most Canadian person in the world. And I was like, and I was just, like, in my head, I'm just like, what the hell did Landon just say? Like, <laughs> yeah. I d- Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm dude, honestly with our with our social media and all of like the the projects that we do now, I'm like riding on this like creator high. <laughs> I'm just saying whatever. It's it's great cuz it's working. That's what's like blowing my mind is like people just recognize that now. They're like, "Oh yeah, that's just landed." <laughs> the other thing that uh the other thing that since you started creating content has been running rampant is the use of the bee emoji. Oh my god, that's my favorite emoji. <laughs> he'll just be like, he'll just be like, "Yo, dude, you want to make a podcast today?" Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there's video. I say video a lot. <laughs> I feel like we both have very similar approaches to our humor, where. We're making jokes that are going to be funny to us, whether or not other people laugh. That, yeah, that's their exactly. problem. As long I as we get a laugh out of it. Yeah, that's good enough. And honestly, exactly. I laugh at everything, so you don't like winning <laughs> me over is easy. 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, also, uh, before what... I forget here, uh, anyone listening, go fucking go listen to Eleven to Midnight on fucking Spotify, or there there will be a two word situation, and one of them is domestic. So <laughs> you consider that. You. D- domestic restroom, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we will fight you in the last stall. <laughs> That's what they're doing. <laughs> if it goes well, you when might you, uh, a part of the band. When you put an instrument like through that hole, if they don't take it, that's when everyone comes out of another stall and like beats their ass. <laughs> yeah, commit or get hit. Like that's the rule. <laughs> it's the optimal way to run a band. <laughs> <laughs> this is what peak band performance looks like. <laughs> Dude, I gotta say, man, that dude's videos are hilarious, man. That that <laughs> the rollerblader guy. <laughs> that videos are fucking oh, yes. hilarious. This is male performance or whatever he says. <laughs> this is peak male performance. Yeah. Is he like backflips? I was pretty yeah. impressed. I'm like, dude, I mean, you know, I can't do that. So Yeah, I, same. I can't do that either. Was, like peak I, male performance. <laughs> he's like I picture him with like a cigar in his mouth and like a, a Bud Light, and he's still flip, like doing the backflip. I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yeah! Like, dude, I'm built like a garbage bag on a scooter, so like, <laughs> like I, I can't do a fucking backflip. That's peak male performance. <laughs> I'm built like a garbage bag on a scooter. <laughs> I gotta get around somehow. <laughs> 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 and you're gonna have to watch another HR video, bro. Hashtag be a hero. Oh my god, yeah. It's actually uh it's uh called run, fight, hide. It's like the their whole thing. But like yeah, oh, also there's like seven minutes of that of that fifteen minute video that just cover like how to get the police not to shoot you? <laughs> that must be the that must be the new version, right? What what, what what do they say? Just immediately turn into Ned Flanders? Well, they say like like <laughs> like have your hands up, like as you're like coming out the door. So like awkwardly finagle yourself out the door with your hands currently up. And then get on the ground and put your your hands behind your head. And uh, they said to comply with any commands they give you. They may be rough, but you'll get out okay. And I'm like, really, really? And you're you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do this while you're fighting the other guy and jumping off boxes and throwing corn at him. This is after you go like fucking Nightcrawler from X Men on his ass. What they don't tell you is they sat Landon in a room and had him play Fortnite for 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) If a shooter comes in the room, simply teleport behind him and snap his neck. Easy. GG. (laughs) GG. Pull out a clipboard and magically produce wooden walls from thin air. (laughs) Still, idiot. (laughs) Tell him this is my ultimate defense. And then surround him with walls that seemingly come from nowhere. (laughs) <laughs> just use shadow clone jutsu you'll be fine 
Yeah, have you guys seen Naruto? <laughs> yeah, you sandcuff in his ass. <laughs> Easy peasy. G-G. Just take off your weights <laughs> that you've been wearing for the entire show and rock Lee that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I wear my leg weights every day to work. It's for that, that one situation where I have to rock Lee someone's ass. <laughs> one day it'll come in handy. <laughs> yeah. Really, I'm just Bro, having a bad time for this, no reason. Can we just talk about the fact that Rock Lee just straight up looks like he's in an 80s aerobics video? He, he is. He, he moves like he is, too. <laughs> he, he just sounds like, like he's he in too, the honestly. music video for Eric Prince's Call on Me. Anyone that does eight front flips before they kick someone like is definitely uh, in an 80s aerobics video. <laughs> Johnny, I have a fun game to play with you. That's, oh, oh uh, Lord. This is our, our substitute for the uh, the children's book this week. Oh, uh, oh okay. I'm going to make you improvise. So uh, <laughs> you're going to be giving, uh, like, it's two cavemen, um, and and you're giving me marriage counseling. Oh, well, I have to I have to give you marriage yeah. counseling? As a, as yeah, as a caveman, and I, I am also a caveman. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, your, your name is Gruggery and mine is Ugward. Um, <laughs> are you behind this? Are you... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm still laughing at the concept here. I just had this idea and I was like, we'd be good at this. We're good at bandwidth. Uh, okay. Uh, Gregory, <laughs> me just feel like all of me words being used against me. <laughs> me feels unheard. Ugward, that because you say many dumb thing, dumb thing no good for brain. Uh, me, yeah, me just feel like a microcosm in biome of love. <laughs> <laughs> me, me tell you something. She not tidy up around cave. She not listen to Ugward talk about me day. <sighs> Where where does me draw a line? What the fuck? <laughs> me, me tell you something. Other day, after sun go to sleep, me check under sleeping rock. And Gregory know what me find? Me find a stone tablet, drawing of three cavemen doing wife. Now Ugg would not feel like enough. <laughs> Like a, a men's health commercial. <laughs> Even cavemen talk about their feelings. <laughs> Geico, so easy a caveman could do it. <laughs> well, you guys need to finish, man. I was getting Me, into it. Yeah. <laughs> Gregory, me me feel like me socioeconomic disappointment. <laughs> Ugward, perhaps no use microaggression to vent rage. <laughs> use microaggression. <laughs> me just me just not finding anything that worked for me. Like me me come in, me see cave, rock all over cave, me just kill whole tiger. Whole tiger. Me kill that alone with rock. And <laughs> Me just me come home to mess. Me come home and and say, "Wow!" And you know what she say to me? Ooh, 
at all she had to say. <laughs> she grimy, bro. She grimy. <laughs> How that you feel, Ugward? <laughs> <laughs> we just we feel like me not where know where me going now. I just it, me feel lost. <laughs> me, me feel like if if wanted other cave wife, where me finding other cave wife? It, it, it me, it me, Ugberta, and me, me six kid, and no other person. What, what me do? It's getting deep, man. I don't know. Need <laughs> to get a beer, bro. I mean, come on. Give him a fucking cave beer. just over here, like we understand. We understand hard. <laughs> I'm starting to sweat. Like, better turn, gotta turn on the TV. <laughs> One tear. Wow. <laughs> One single solitary tear. <laughs> me glad we had you as support system, Gregory. <laughs> Justin just walks to the other room and turns on the Polar Express to to feel happy again. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta hey man, Girth Martin knows how to roll, bro. <laughs> <laughs> to the can, Justin. <laughs> I don't even know where that shit came from, bro. We were just dying the other day. I don't even know what was going on. I think we slept. It's because your fiance was just being so ridiculous. And she was like, she was like, who slags that dick? <laughs> it's all that. It's all that coffee, bro. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you became Justin Girth Martin this weekend, bro. Yeah, yeah, we we made a whole thing about it. <laughs> oh shit! So let me set the scene for you, Landon. Right? Okay. <laughs> We're have we're having our friend Dylan over to shoot promo photos of eleven to midnight. Whilst okay. in the process of taking photos upon our green couch throne, Justin's fiance decides okay, Sean Con- I can't take you Sean Connery. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> Justin's fiance decides that her man is looking fine today whilst sitting upon the green throne and decides to proclaim that he doth Slang that dick at the top of her lungs. So we proceed to say, well, it's got to be the girth because we know it's not the length. And then he was dubbed Justin Girth. <laughs> wow, phenomenal. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I feel like this is the best uh, format to interview a band because you get... <laughs> You get to hear stuff like this. Yeah, I don't know if people are going to want to listen to us after this. <laughs> well, the great thing is um, all of the world listens to our podcast. So, I mean, yeah, we everyone. got nowhere but up from here. So, Yeah, everyone. Literally everyone. Shout outs to you, Condoleezza Rice. Thanks shout for out, listening. Yeah, shout out at everyone. <laughs> Yo, my boy Jake Paul. When you fighting next? <laughs> Be careful. He might try to fight you. 
Dude, if Jake Paul challenged me to a fight, I'd take that free million oh, yeah. dollars. I don't care. Oh. First, I, dude, I'd be your coach. Like, I would work on actively, like, trying to get fatter and fatter. No, and I would then, take like, one punch in the first round and just fall over and act like I got knocked the fuck out, dude. Like, well, that's fine that's and easy, all, but I have a coach point. fantasy here, Johnny. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I would just, like, try to get as fat as possible, like, dye my hair black and slick it back. And then uh, wear, get, like, a gold chain. <laughs> and just wear like a, a tank top and just be like greasy as fuck like on the, on the side of the ring like, you got it you can do it Johnny <laughs> oh Johnny <laughs> they, probably, they probably wouldn't even let you in the thing they think you're some homeless guy Like <laughs> this guy that was eating a hot dog was just trying to fucking get in here <laughs> Got mad at me. He threw the hot dog down and said, "There, you happy now?" And I, I'm just lost a little bit in the middle. In the middle of the fight, I just go to sit down on the on the chair. And you're like, "I don't want to tell you this, kid, but uh, I got cancer. It's real bad. Go out there and win this fight for me. It might be my last. <laughs> Do it for me. <laughs> win the big win the big fight on Saturday." <laughs> I love that the big game on Saturday is like our new trope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can be turned into anything. Now it's the big ever fight since, on Saturday. Ever since the Giga Chad episode. <laughs> well, it was uh, actually it was the lacrosse. Actually, was that the same episode as Lacrossing yeah. the Line? Crossing the Line. <laughs> yeah, my lacrosse film. <laughs> Featuring you and Tommy Wiseau, who plays me. We, we're going to win a very big game on Saturday. See, my my favorite idea in the world that I have had is uh, if me and you ever start like being in like a, a bunch of movies, I want it to be like buddy comedies, but I'm never the person that's your buddy, but they're playing me. <laughs> it just says Landon Wisnet, garbage garbage man number three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I play a fucking background character, but they're like dressed as me. Yeah, like they full on look like me, but then they're made to look like another character. <laughs> so it's a lot of extra work, but it's just never me. <laughs> And then you just show up as like a janitor. <laughs> well, and then uh, it say I win an award for like a role, I'm gonna hire a random person to go accept it. <laughs> like he's uh, like Tom Cruise comes out. <laughs> yeah, like like a critical the streamer. Um, there was an award show that he ended up not going to, and instead he sent three lookalikes of himself to go accept his reward uh, and give his speech. <laughs> and they gave a speech like in, in his tone of voice and everything. He's very monotone. And so they gave the speech like just deadpan. It, it's absolutely amazing. Oh. I just love that concept. And I want to do that. <laughs> Well, first you got to win an award. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Well, hey, listen, like goal, we got goals. Now now there's there's a goal. It's a stretch goal, but it's a goal. 
<laughs> I just want to win an award so I can go up there and be like, I knew my mom was proud of me. <laughs> I didn't. It's just news to me. <laughs> I go up on there. I'm like, guys, I just found out my mom's proud of me. <laughs> Everybody claps. And I'm like, I don't know that that's a good thing. I'm 25. <laughs> you should be caring about that. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is bad. All right, I'm glad we've been so political this episode. <laughs> it's been great talking politics with you guys. Yeah, it, it just it all makes sense. I keep having these prophetic dreams where I'm the president, and uh, I just I get up on the the podium, and uh, I people can tell I'm nervous and they don't know why, and then I just fucking wait before my speech, and then my Secret Service guys like sprint in real quick. They're like, sorry for making you wait, Mr. President. We uh, we caught that cool beetle in your Gatorade bottle as requested. <laughs> I'm good. I know I have it. What the fuck? Crazy. <laughs> 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 like a premonition. That is the type of dude that if he was president, he would just like give people cool rocks when they see the fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'd recommend different episodes of That's So Raven. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> It's some fool's gold. <laughs> yeah, would you like I a would, piece of quartz? <laughs> I would go in front when I'm giving a speech. Like, you know, say I'm, I'm on the floor of the Senate just talking to all of them. I'm like, this reminds me of an episode of That's So Raven. And <laughs> and I'm, for some reason, I'm a, I'm a, like, deep South politician now. I somehow gained an accent. That's just <laughs> how it works. That's just, that's... Uh, that's the, the 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 nature of politics. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how uh, democratics works, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fool me once, sh- 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 shame on you. For, 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 well, the point is, I ain't gonna get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once and shame on you. Fool me twice. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. What were we talking about? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I saw some dude who was doing like impressions Uh of like a different actor playing Hagrid for Harry Potter or whatever. (laughs) Harry that he's a wizard. And he got the Joe Biden. He goes, "Uh, you're a lizard, Harry. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like I'm so apolitical but like when the president can't finish the sentence it just makes me laugh <laughs> brother Joseph <laughs> brother Joseph brother Joseph yeah oh, Dude, I just want to know how he went from being like the, the character of cool as vice president to being like captain senile as president <laughs> Well, he's, is he, was he like, he's like 85, isn't he? So, I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's like you could see there was life in his eyes when he was vice president. And now he's just like, uh, what I fell down is... once and that's all I really needed. <laughs> <laughs> what time does the jello show up? <laughs> I feel like he's just always napping. And then when they need him to sign something like, oh, Mr. Mr. President, Mr. President, they're like lightly like shaking him. He wakes up. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, I'll sign this. 
<laughs> he just walks into every room and they're like they like put an X of duct tape on the floor so he knows where to stand, but he always stands there backwards first. Yeah, they like <laughs> they created a new position called the Turner Arounder. <laughs> Fifty grand a year just to turn the president around. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if anybody ever tried like when when Donald Trump was in office. I wonder if anybody ever tried to like hire like a how to drink water guy to like teach him to drink water more powerfully. Yeah. Because he always <laughs> drinks with like two hands. So like I wonder if they had like a guy come in with like a water bottle, like grip it with your right hand. Now take a drink. No, 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 put the left down. Put the left down. <laughs> <laughs> They gotta hire someone to figure out all the other shit he does. <laughs> the finder outer. The finder outer. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, we gotta. This guy pees like a dog in the back, like with his foot on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Fuck public opinion. We, we gotta work on this guy as a person. <laughs> we gotta fix this man's <laughs> life. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the only con to being the Turner arounder is like you got to follow him to the bathroom too. <laughs> like I got to uh, take a leak, uh, and like nudges <laughs> another guy, and they're like, eh. <laughs> and goes to the fucking bathroom, whips it out, and the person's like, "Hold on, Mister President," turns him around. <laughs> like sometimes I do it just for fun now. <laughs> Like, what kind of resume would you need for that job, right? I mean, like... <laughs> Could spin a blade blade better than all of my peers. Yeah, the fastest <laughs> the fastest spinner available. We got like... a professional yo-yo player. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> some guy who's been, who's been dancing at a cowboy bar for like 30 years straight, just spinning girls on the dance floor. <laughs> the professor of spin class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Spins, we need you. <laughs> We hired the spin doctors just for you, Mr. President. <laughs> we hired the creator of Spiral Pasta. <laughs> We've got you spun, Mr. President. <laughs> we got we got right said Fred. He'll spin you right round, baby, right round. <laughs> like a record, baby. Right round, right round. <laughs> Did you know our president's middle name is Robinette? Really? Yeah. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Oh my god. It makes less and less sense. <laughs> it sounds like Joe Biden trying to name him himself. <laughs> oh my yeah, so he's 79. He was he was born in 1942, so he uh <laughs> he literally built uh the, the place he works in. Like this man uh he- Fucking <laughs> tilled the fields. <laughs> <laughs> you done seen some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this man was born in World War Two. I still think my favorite Joe Biden quote of all time though is Will you just shut up, man? <laughs> like in the middle of a debate, he doesn't even like argue the point. He just looks over and goes, Will you just shut up, man? Will you just cut it out? <laughs> he just came in like Dave Coolio, like, cut it out. 
<laughs> what's everybody's like you got you got y'all got stage names what's the <laughs> what's the dealio there he's <laughs> like we do have Clifford like the big red dog over here <laughs> i guess i could use that right <laughs> i was talking about johnny clifford I guess oh, some shit. people call him that too. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's his lesser known name, I guess. <laughs> I remember when I I I started like vamping on your name, like went in the Johnny yeah. Sasquatch thing. For the longest time, I would call you a different thing every time. Like every time <laughs> I said your name. <laughs> and Johnny Nipquat was my favorite one. <laughs> Johnny Gumquat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, is that is that vocalist from Eleven to Midnight? Uh Clifford the Big Red Dog? <laughs> Did you see uh earlier um in the Discord when we were messaging uh before the episode, <laughs> I said uh oh my god, Johnny Clifford acknowledged me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, I just got fangirled on by my podcast co-host <laughs> by me a million times. <laughs> I knew you before the band. I'm I'm officially like a a hipster for uh, eleven to midnight. I knew of eleven to midnight before they were big. I was within uh, their first thousand plays on two of their songs. Dude, I bet so, you don't even know like what to do with a couch because I know you burn that fucking thing, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was in their first 6,000 listens on Origin Story. <laughs> I know my stuff with Love and the Midnight. I've talked to those guys. I know those guys. <laughs> I at this point. I'm going to be a dick about it, too. <laughs> Just incredibly pretentious. I hope you know, Landon, we're going we're gonna to do a whole bit if we ever play a show in Arkansas. We're going to like show up, and you're going to be like, I know those guys. Trust me. I know those guys. And then you're going like, <laughs> to walk up to the bouncer who's like blocking the backstage, and I'm going to like walk up next to him. And you're like, dude, Johnny, tell tell him that you know me. And I'll be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm like, oh, here's Josh, and yeah, they'll be back. Yeah, I'll cut you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> you go cry in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mike pops out of a glory hole. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> They've taken the test on tour. <laughs> We're just scouting, bro. Scream. Every every time we go to a new truck stop we gain one member. <laughs> the yeah, eighty five member band Steve. Eleven hundred to midnight. Madness. <laughs> this is not madness. This is midnight. Because <laughs> I'm genuinely yeah. curious like what the plan is, uh for y'all doing shows. Yeah, we have the one lined up that just kind of fell into our lap. So we're still trying to get the hang of doing it ourselves rather than having people reaching out to us to do it. Yeah. 
We have one coming up in July 26th. School Kids Records in Raleigh, North Carolina. So if you're yeah. around, you can find a cheap place. Yeah, yeah we're still in like the, the networking stage, I guess. I mean, because... I mean, going through COVID and everything. I mean, we we weren't even sh- we weren't even like sure when we were going to be able to start playing shows. To be honest, you know. Oh, so yeah. like, yeah. So like recording, like we tried to get as much stuff done as we could, um, you know, before the show aspect because, like I said, we didn't know when we were going to be able to play. So we did, you know, our three recordings and and uh, <clears throat> we we were kind of just like waiting uh, for you know, when things were going to open back up and we kind of like missed our chance a little bit. Cause you know, we, we wanted to start asking people, uh, you know, essentially before the summer, because, you know, a lot of the bands tour in the summer and, um, but, uh, now we're just kind of starting that now, like networking and, uh, meeting other bands and we, we've been pushing our music, um, you know, as, as far as, you know, how we know how to push it. Um, so I mean it it's it seems to be going good. I mean just just I think once we get our uh our show uh July 22nd done, we'll kind of like hit our stride and then hopefully we'll we'll get as many as we can do before um you know people kind of stop booking the shows for mm-hmm. um you know whatever Christmas or I, I don't know when bands stop touring, but I mean in North Carolina you could really tour till November if you want you know so depending on like when people stop booking shows i mean we'll be i mean we'll be good to play you know with our set or whatever like like soon you know but our our uh first show will be the 22nd like uh like chance said so with uh it's always good to market like that um and uh, it's even with this uh with the podcast i like i'm in so many different like podcasting groups and like just networking with other people um some of our listeners are actually from there um <clears throat> but the good thing about like the the culture that you guys are kind of in um i go to to uh like a decent amount of shows and everything and uh like the the culture is like all love so I'm sure once you, you know, get out there and you're, you're playing more shows, people are definitely going to spread that around. Cause like anyone at a show, even if they don't know the band, they're probably putting it on like Snapchat or like, like Instagram, like their Instagram story or like reels or some shit like that. Um, and it'll have your name on there. And even if they don't know who you are, they're just hyped to be there. And that itself is really good exposure. Oh yeah, I I feel like I mean, yeah, I mean everybody's got their phones out. Everybody seems to, I mean everybody likes concerts, you know. So yeah, I think it'll I think it'll be a good experience without a doubt. And I mean, I haven't I've been working the last few weekends, but us as a band, we're uh, very open to hearing new musicians and and connecting with other musicians from the area. I mean, our singer, she's at a band now supporting uh, her vocal coach. And uh, them guys just went down to Charlotte to support another band that we networked with. So, I mean, yeah, all in all, I think it's going to be, you know, a great experience once we start kind of hitting our stride, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, honestly, you guys, your music is great. Like, I've I've listened to the stuff that's on Spotify. Like, actually... Like thirty minutes before the podcast, I was uh I was going to the store to grab something to eat real quick and like I was listening to uh Accepted I Won. 
It's a great song. Absolutely love that, like, like that little like riff in the beginning of that song. I, I've like fallen in love with that. <laughs> Dude, it's such a it's such a summer song. Like that's what that's uh Cam wrote that that beginning part, and as soon as like he laid the riff down, we were. I think we had the song completed in like twenty minutes. I think we uh he showed us the riff. I think we jammed at his house once, and then we jammed over. I think in my garage, just messing around. But the, the song was done so fast i mean it was kind of like in the moment uh it's like one of those songs you're just feeling and having a good time you know like that's why i picture it like being a summer song you know i mean just just that kind of vibe you know like a fun kind of like i'm in my car jamming i got the windows down like like that kind of vibe you know yeah absolutely um i also really love that song because uh it's the easiest one for me to remember how to play <laughs> because i have three vocal lines in the entire song bro but you're gonna have to be the hype man when we play though, I, so that's bro, gonna be just gonna jump like a motherfucker and order a beer at the bar and like jump in yeah. the jump in the crowd and clap and shit it's gonna be fun <laughs> <laughs> you know what'd be fun- funny as hell is like <laughs> like go in the crowd and turn around and like cheer on the band yeah, I was, I was, I was totally like in the middle, that. and then get back up on stage and like get hyped. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we need to start with that song because yeah, then we start with that song. To <laughs> start with that song, and I just jump up on stage and like <laughs> like ascend from underneath the stage on one of those platform <laughs> risers, like <laughs> the, the, the microphone. The, the microphone like slowly peeks out of the stage, and then like we see Johnny jump on stage and. And grab it and like start screaming. It was just a bathroom stall. Oh my god! The microphone comes out through a hole. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> it's a very expensive production, but like it's it's all about the hype. That's all that matters. <laughs> we're just we're playing like a Starbucks in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I uh, with my old band, like back in oh man, this was. Uh, this was way back, but we played in Poughkeepsie at this place called The Loft, and we were we were like a heavy, heavy band, and we were playing with uh, this band called Life Runer and stuff, and I remember we got all our stuff out of the van, and then we locked the keys in the van. So, like, no. yeah, yeah, so we, we got, we, we were, we, you know, we were pretty pumped up to play or whatever. It was, it was a fun, we were playing with some good bands, and uh, I think it was, like, one of our first stops. We did a couple stops in New York. Um, yeah, but we left, we like locked the keys in the car. So we had to lube our drummer up with, I don't know what we had, Crisco or something. So like we <laughs> parked at like a, we parked at a grocery store because there was like nowhere to park and it was like downtown Poughkeepsie or whatever. So we lubed him up. I mean, he was tall and skinny, probably six foot. I don't know how much he weighed, but like we legitimately just like greased him up and kept sliding him in the tiny gap of the window so he can get in the car. It was fucking hilarious <laughs> like and we, we've been lube jacked yeah I mean, we, <laughs> and, a cop, and a cop rolls by just like them crisco bandits are at it again <laughs> i mean i was i was surprised that he got the key. i mean i was surprised that we we even got the keys i don't and then we then we ended up playing and having a great time but it, it took him like 15 minutes to get the keys and we were all like oh fuck like is he going to be able to do this but <laughs> I don't know. It worked out. Are we even going to get to be a band tonight? 
Right. Imagine if he got stuck in the window, like halfway. Dude, I, that's what. Yeah, I mean, really. This is his life now. He's just stuck in the window. <laughs> you called the locksmith, and the locksmith is like, "I gotta work around this skinny fuck." <laughs> you have to like push his shoes out of the way and shit as you're trying to like, and then the window breaks, and you're too broke to fix it, but you're just happy you got the keys, right? He's like, "I won't do it." I, I won't do it. The locksmith union, it says right here in our paperwork, uh, will not work with slippery fellas. <laughs> yeah. Will not do it. No slippery fellas. This happens way too often. <laughs> way too often. <laughs> <laughs> Every day with this shit. Slippery fellas. <laughs> I'd like to think that like that that's a real problem that they have. Like they they show up to a house and the guy's like, "Oh, sorry, I couldn't get in my house, so I opened the window, but it got stuck. So I thought I'd make myself all slippery and get inside, and I got stuck." I'm like, yeah, you're just trying to break in. I think you're just I don't a, know who, a weird slippery guy. I don't know who really has Crisco in their car, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, why were you ready for this? I feel like I feel like Justin now has Crisco in his car all the time. Just in case. Just Maybe. in case. I like, I like Skippy better, just you know, just so you know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the peanut like butter get, I like to get their windows weird. <laughs> nice and chunky. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's messy. Just shows, just shows up to the wedding. Covered in peanut butter. In fucking marshmallow fluff. Sorry, I locked the rings in the car, babe. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I locked myself inside the car, so I had to get slippery to get out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the eighth time you've been covered in peanut butter this week, Justin. <laughs> I can't yeah. do this. Uh. <laughs> A peanut butter vention. <laughs> she gets home one day and like she just sees like peanut butter all fucking over a windowsill outside. She's like, "Fuck!" He he, he did it again. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Gets inside. There's like peanut butter footprints like all the way down the hall. <laughs> oh man! I have I have two dogs, man. So if that happened, oh my god, they'd have a heart attack. <laughs> well, I mean, three dogs, but and his response to anybody who tries to talk shit about him covering himself in peanut butter is, "You're just peanut butter and jealous." <laughs> You're not stunning and brave. <laughs> this man's a game changer. He went Skippy when most men went Crisco. Fucking <laughs> extreme! What a visionary! <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you guys being on here. Uh I also appreciate everyone listening um to this whatever this is, this chaos that we have. Um You can once again, you can you can uh contact us on uh questionableguidecast@gmail.com, talk shit to us. Uh can, you know, email us uh, uh, a strongly worded uh, racist email. And uh, yeah, I'll be sure to talk about it. Uh, and uh, yeah, be sure to dislike us and rate us one star on Spotify. Uh, thank you for listening. 